Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, you got a new car for work, haven't you? I got a new car, Mick, and I was pleasantly surprised because it's the first time I've actually been given a hybrid car. So I said, well, where's the charger? I said, you don't need a charger. It all does it automatically. The, engi- so the engine charges the electric motors. So it's petrol and electric. Yeah. All right. Now, very unusual. Like the first drive, I'm like, is this car going? It's not going. Very quiet. Like so, when the electric, when you're at the lights and it's idling, if you've got, it's just very, very quiet. It seemed, I don't know, I'm still getting used to it. It's only been maybe four days that I've had it. So I drove to the Barossa yesterday, where a wine region here in South Australia. I, I drove out there and, hey, it drove, no worries, with uh, with the cruise control on, perfect, and, right? And how quiet is it? It's quiet. So it's, does it have the stop-start technology? It's got the stop-start technology. So it still does that. But if anything, you don't feel that... When you put, push the accelerator, it doesn't happen instantly, I don't feel. I think it's a little bit of a lag or a delay. Yeah, but in your case, you're talking about a hybrid car for a, a daily driver, which is not a performance vehicle. No, not a performance vehicle. So, in other words, they've used a smaller engine yep. to get the economy. Correct. All right, whereas, say, for example, we talk about the hybrid supercars, they've got the normal combustion engine, which is still probably, I don't know, six litres, five litres, whatever it is. Well, this is a smaller engine, and, absolutely. And the electric motors, so. Yeah. But, but combined, the, so this is about fuel efficiency, saving and things like that. So that's certainly one of the advantages is fuel fuel economy. Well, the, yeah, so what is yeah? what are these advantages of, of these hybrid cars? And is it better to go fully electric? I was thinking to myself, or... Hybrid. Why have a hybrid and not a fully electric? Okay. Well, off the cuff for me, I think it's strange to go for hybrid, unless you're talking about a performance vehicle. If yep. it's a normal daily driver, if you go for a hybrid, you've still got a combustion engine that you'd still have to do the normal maintenance that you so, would yeah, do that, on a combustion that's engine. That's servicing. But if we look at, so fuel economy, so I did do that. So since I've had it, I filled up the tank, right? Day one, I got it, filled out the tank. I said, let me see how many kilometres I get. Out of this tank, so I'm. I've got just over a quarter to go, I'd say. In the four, five. Anyway, I've done three hundred and ninety kilometres so far, and I've still got over a quarter of a tank to go. So you would get say. I should would get, you get six hundred. I should. Well, when I filled the tank up, it said I'd get five eighty. Okay, and what would you have normally got in your previous work car? Yeah, four hundred and ninety, five hundred, five twenty, depending if it was longer drives. Okay, but you don't know <coughs> city terms, driving. Yeah, but you don't know in terms of the the car that you've got now compared to the old one, which one's got more performance. So if you've got if you've sacrificed performance for this economy, I think we have. Yeah, I think we have. But I had an Outback last time, Subaru Outback. So and I think two point, and this is a Forest. I think the engine size. Pretty much same. Two, I would guess it's two two point five liter. Maybe the other one was uh, well, maybe, but yeah, I, I'm going to get more kilometers. That's for sure. So fuel economy we know is one one advantage of uh, of a hybrid. So which means lower emissions, lower emissions. Yes, yeah. right. And they reckon that it's got less maintenance because the engine's smaller and and I think it's subsidised by the electrical. Components, yeah. So less maintenance. So that means, well, that's a very good point. So I looked at the sticker because the one I got was wasn't brand new. Uh, had fifteen thousand kilometers on there, but the next service due is like May next year. So that's Are still the, yearly intervals or not? Well, I don't know when it was last. That's the whole problem. So it looks, it just looks like it's a, a longer lag period than normal. 
Uh, and even kilometre-wise, I think I think on there it's got like the next uh, next service at twenty nine and a half thousand kilometres. It's only got fifteen thousand on there. Okay. So it's instead of ten thousand k's, it's like every fifteen thousand k's almost. What I, is what I'm thinking that they're doing? Yeah, but I think with the new oils that they use, <coughs> the synthetic oils, they maybe do, you can actually go long intervals. So brand new cars often will have lo- longer intervals than intervals than we used to have. Look, I do think. One of the advantages was, because when I got the car, I thought, oh, where's the charging points and all that? Don't have to worry about that. That's Compared an, to electric, that, yes. That's an advantage, But right? you still have to fill up with fuel. Yeah, yeah. I've got to stop and fill up with fuel, 100%. But I don't have to look for those charging spa- uh, stations. So that's got to be an advantage by not having a fully electric car and having a hybrid. The best of both worlds, pretty much. My thing is, if the fuel runs out, does the car still go? No, it won't. That's, so it's not like you've charged the battery. Well, I'm pretty sure it won't. No. Actually, I'm not sure, but is that... Yeah, I, I don't know, right? Less maintenance, you, you touched on that, 100%. That's going to be an advantage, but we'll see that. I mean, when we talked about the 296 or the SF90 and the Ferrari, you could go a certain amount of kilometres just on electric motor. Correct, but I don't think you can on this one. Anyway, and you might have to read the, the and, manual. And it doesn't give me a chance to start it in a, you know, how with the SF90, so why would you want it? So they start them in with the electric, so it's nice and quiet. Yeah. And then when they drive out of the street, wherever they are, boom, they turn them on and off you go. There is one disadvantage, obviously, and we know. You said less horsepower. It definitely has got less horsepower. Yeah. So for the same horsepower that you was going to get, then it would be co- it would cost a lot more. Yeah. So if you're trying to get the horsepower, you'd still pay a lot more. In other words, it's going to be a higher cost for these hybrid cars. Yeah. So well, and there purchase is a higher price. purchase price for the hybrid car. And also, so does that mean they last longer though? Like, do you have to turn them out? Which is going to be interesting. So, as company cars for us at our work, you know, it's every 150,000 kilometers or five years. I wonder with a hybrid, is it 200,000 kilometers and seven years or something? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, more expensive to buy. And I think in. In the general cars, not as again, not the suit, you know, the high performance cars, I think the handling's probably. Um, Probably not as good. Then, yeah, correct. So, so the handling and all the, <coughs> also the normal overall performance is well, not as good. They say handling's better to some extent. I mean, I did do a little bit of reading. It says the handling better, but how can you compare that? You've got to compare one to a, the same car. You've got to compare the you know, apples for apples. So you've got correct. to drive the same, in this instance, Forester, fully petrol, fully diesel versus a hybrid yep. around the track at certain speed to see if it handles better or worse. Correct. Otherwise, it's just hearsay. It's just hearsay. But on my mind, I still don't understand exactly how it works. So when it's idling, it's recharge. What kinetic energy is recharging the battery? Well, in this case here, the electric cars, the battery gets recharged by the braking. Right. So as you brake, I think there's adaptive braking or whatever it's called. Yep. Back into the uh, electric. Right. Right. But so that just – so what does that give you, though? I still don't understand. So when does this electric motor kick in? Is it kicking in while I'm driving? Is it on all the time? That's what I'm saying. Is it on all the time or is it at certain horsepower it clicks off, clicks on, like if you go 2,500 revs or drop down to 2,000 revs and just cruising, is the petrol off and it's just electric running it? So I've got that little – I think it's combined. I think it's always combined in a hybrid car. Because it's interesting because – if it's got the uh, little um, card display where it shows you the blue electric energy and the green fuel consumption, 
And so I watch that sometimes while I'm driving and it constantly changes and then goes to an orange colour, which must be nothing's happening, obviously. In orange, I'm thinking, everything's you know, stagnant. Oh, no, and so then I would push my foot down and it'd go blue, so obviously it's using petrol. And then when I take my foot off, then green would kick in. That's in economy mode. Which must be that it's charging or using uh, electric. Yeah, I'm not sure. Unbelievable yeah, technology. Sure. I mean, the thing is, with with something like this, so in your in our limited knowledge, of, yeah, well, of both. Have things. you ever driven an electric vehicle, uh, uh, hybrid? A hybrid car? Yes, I have driven a hybrid car. And what did you notice? Well, the problem I had is I didn't even know it was on because it's know, quiet. They so are quiet. Very, very quiet. You know, um, but a hybrid is a little bit different. You can see the the taco. Whereas in electric, there's not, there's nothing. There's yeah, no, that's true. You know, well, remember that, that yeah, uh, Tesla. The Tesla we drove had nothing. Yeah. Like so uh, the thing is, as you are now, okay, this is a, a work vehicle, so it's given it's part of your package, let's say, or whatever. Yep. Now, if you went to buy a brand new car, a brand new car for a daily driver, would you have considered a hybrid? I don't think I would have. And that's my point, is because I think the engines now the petrol engines are very very efficient in in themselves yeah compared to you know people used to buy diesels to get more you know efficiency yeah yeah, yeah i bought a diesel for in my four-wheel drive that i've got rose's x5 is a diesel yeah but i wouldn't get a diesel again so we've got the hyundai that's a diesel yeah you but, wouldn't buy a diesel again? no i wouldn't I was, uh, I was happy with diesel yeah i'm still happy with that I, I, yeah. it is a dirty get, fuel so even when you go and fill up each time it's oh yeah you, you know, get that no i think they've got the engines are so efficient now that the diesel's been phased out. Plus, it's not as environmentally friendly. But as you do get more kilometres to a tank. You do I normally mean, do. Yes. Yeah, we're getting 880, nearly 900 kilometres to a tank. Which is a fair bit, isn't it? That's huge on yeah. a diesel. Although right? the, the the price of diesel here in South Australia is quite high. And so and well, that's the other thing with this electric. Maybe the fact is if, if I do manage to get, let's just say, an extra 150 kilometres a tank... 100 to 150 kilometres a tank is quite a bit on every tank. So if you work it out, that could be the benefit of buying a hybrid However, for an everyday city driver because you're going to fill it up less over the period of the year and travel more kilometres. So it may be as a cost saving. Yes. However, you've got to put that in perspective on how much you've purchased the vehicle for. So Initially. So you paid extra, yeah. so whatever thousands of dollars extra for it, you've got to amortise that f- over, yeah. how many fuel over so many. How many refuels is that Correct. worth? Yeah. But do I get – yeah, number one, you've got to look at that. But then does this car last long and I don't have to turn it over as quick? Well, that could be the Because the engine too. wears less and things like that. Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know. Because there's got to be a benefit of buying a hybrid. Yeah, there's a lot of hybrids out there. You and know, I, I and think if it's all – I think they originally did come out for that whole fuel emissions. It was a fuel emissions, yeah, and economy. I think that's what drove – and economy, yeah. Of course. I think that's they're why they the out the hybrids. But, you know, looking forward, I mean, there's a lot of different fuels. People are talking about, you know, hydrogen and, you know, all sorts of different fuels. I mean, at the moment, the electric is sort of the, you know – But I think, yeah, I think – I agree. Hydrogen is the one that they are saying will be bigger than electric, which is a good point. To that point, these electric components, which you always said, how do we d- dispose of them? How do they, you know, how are they recycled? What happens when they run out of charge? Or what happens in the car like a hybrid? There's got to be extra. It's still got a battery. Yeah, it's got a battery, but the recharging stuff that those components surely over a period of time are going to fade or not? 
Yeah, they would. Because only so many times you can recharge a battery. Yeah, that's right. And then you've got to change the battery. And also, you know, even just the stop-start technology, you've got bigger batteries for that. Do you like stop-start? No, I don't like that. If I've got a car with stop-start, I actually... Uh, you turn it off? I turn it off. I actually How- enjoy it. However, I'm saying that, to be fair, if I'm stuck in traffic, it is actually a very good idea. So I would probably use it in that case. Because you see how much fuel you actually save. I love that. I do watch that little counter telling me how many meals are being saved by just the car not running at the lights. And what about the damage on the starter motor every time it starts up? So that's my question. Does it do damage? Yeah, look, I'm sure if you talk about talk to the experts about some of this and they've done some, you know, fair Surely they would have done research and development to make sure it doesn't. Yeah. doesn't but uh, also, even if it does cost more, if it's better for the environment, well, that's a sacrifice you've got to make sometimes. So even if your starter motor does wear out quicker, let's say, if it does, because of the stop-start technology, but it's better for the environment because you're not using fuel when you don't need to use it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But, you know, thinking just while you were speaking, I was thinking about the question you asked, you know, would you buy a hybrid if you had to buy one for everyday run around the city? Now, let's say you if you only travel with, let's say, in Adelaide, we're a bit lucky because we don't really travel large distances like they would in Sydney, Melbourne and things like that. But we call it the 20-minute city because really it does take 20 minutes to get everywhere. But if we look at Adelaide and I needed a car and the maximum kilometres I'm going to do in a day from going to work, maybe going to pick something up or training or whatever it may be, is 70 to 80 kilometres a day, I'd buy an electric car. I think I will be yeah, buying an electric car. I was th- while you were talking about that, I was thinking the same thing. If you're just doing those short trips, I think electric car would be fine. I think it's the smartest option yeah. for a city like Adelaide or a smaller city, I think it makes complete sense. Yeah. Right? You don't need a petrol car that you know sits there and you refuel it every three weeks because that's how much fuel you're using. Now, with the company cars that we're driving, I'm on the road most days, so I'm refueling once to twice a week. Oh, really? Twice a week sometimes? Sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, I just get annoyed fueling up once a week. Yeah, so sometimes. So And and you don't even drive around. Well, you, I suppose you go to site and things like I that. Do so you go, do a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I do a little bit, but not a lot. Not a lot anymore uh, in that regard. It's mainly going to the office and back. So so for city driving, you know, honestly, I think um, an electric car would look at. And not even a hybrid. I'll just yeah, go straight we, to electric. We did talk about that before, and we did agree that for you know normal city driving, people say, "Look, it's better on a long trip too." Yeah, m- maybe. But for normal city driving, and you've got your charging at home or whatever, charging at home, there's all those stations that are popping up everywhere around the cities. But you can sense. imagine if you're just driving to work and back, you won't be charging at a charging station at all. You'll well, be fr- at home. You live near the city. You're not even a five kilometre drive. I'm seventeen kilometres from the city. You won't be going so, to. Exactly right. Yeah. And you're not going to reach out. What do you do? And now my question is this. So if I did own an electric car, I know it's off the topic of uh, hybrid. hybrid, but if I charge my car overnight at home, it's fully charged. I leave today. This morning I've left. I'm now driven 17 kilometres to the city. Do I put it directly back on charge? No, yeah. no it goes three or 400 kilometres. Right. So, But if I do leave it on charge, am I doing damage to the vehicle if it's charged there all day while I'm in my office? And then at night at 5 o'clock, unplug it, travel 17 kilometres, plug it back in. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. Well, but but if, you, if you're asking about whether you do jam- Is that the damage, right thing to do or not? I, I doubt it. It's like your mobile phone. Should you leave it. your mobile phone charge, charging yeah, well, all night? No, it diminishes the battery life. That's what they say, yes. So yeah. wouldn't that be the same? Yeah, so that you wouldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes if you know you've got enough battery life in your phone, you don't charge it, you leave it. 
Yeah. But again, if you put it in your car and it's got an automatic charging station, it's getting charged all the time. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, going back to the hybrid in terms of the use of the fuel that you were talking about and how efficient it is, I remember my sister in law got um, a loan car, a little Toyota Corolla, and she just brand new Toyota Corolla loan car when uh, hers got damaged or whatever. And uh, after a few days, she comes up to me, she goes, I think there's something wrong with this car. And I said, well, What's wrong, Marie? What's the drama? She goes, I think the fuel gauge doesn't work. <laughs> now, this was a hybrid car, Toyota Corolla. Yep. I don't know what CC, maybe, I don't know, 1400cc or whatever. I don't know what it was. But she had it for two or three weeks and she was driving to Flinders Union, Union now, which is, you know, we're talking about 20 kilometres there and then another 20 kilometres back. And she reckons it didn't have to fill up at all for three weeks. There you go. So, see. So. You know, and that's the smaller one. When, like, you've got the Forest, so the Subaru's a bigger car. So it's, it's a big car. More it's more weight. like a little mini four-wheel drive, yeah. which, yeah, brings me to that point. The smaller car's no problem. I think it makes complete sense. I wonder what the towing power or capacity is on an electric vehicle versus a... Well, like, you mean a hybrid? A hybrid. See, I suspect they won't be used for towing. I um, suspect. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how much power they got, but generally you want the torque and the power for, for towing, but then you've got to all have the chassis correct for the right amount of towing mm. power as well. But anyway, so in a few years' time, is this – sorry, is this car going to be with you now? Yeah, so that's it. So this will be my car now for the next four years, let's say. Okay, so you have first-hand and well, we can you'll talk get to about drive it. To, exactly right. We yep. can talk about it in four years' time. 100%. By then, will it be a classic? Uh, unlikely. No, unlikely. <laughs> Hybrid, but hey, hybrids may be classics. In years to come, you never know. It's a part of technology Correct. and evolution especially of what the motor vehicles do. I think especially if it's the first batch. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure the uh, Toyota Prius would be, uh, in the, you know. What was the first hybrid, actually? We should look I at that. I think that, well, yeah. I but thought Toyota it was a Honda Prius, Civic. Oh, it could have been, but the Toyota uh, Prius was one of the early ones that went out to the masses yes. because the taxis got them. That's right, that's right, yeah. All right, so anyway, <laughs> All right. We, we're going to leave it there, Ori, and uh, like always, you can catch us on the show at mickandori at gmail.com and, of course, our Instagram and uh, and uh, what else? YouTube. And YouTube, of course, <laughs> yes. Actually, we've got a new trailer on the YouTube now, It's um, so you should uh, have should a look, look at that. that. Have a look at that. But anyway, if your car's not a classic. It will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.